What's up, everybody, and welcome to Primed and Ready. This is the first episode of the official PWE podcast. I am your host, as always, Mr. Jake Gray, and I am joined by the one and the only Nick Hall. That's a very nice introduction. Hello, Jake. How are we doing, son? You know what, boss? I'm doing perfectly fine. How are you doing? Boss, oof. That's a lofty title. Yes, I'm good, man. Yes, um, been a long day. It's... uh, but working work towards the first show of this season and it's uh we're getting a lot of backwards and forwards i've said Ed loads of times <laughs> oh, sorry i already hate it i hate it so much <laughs> luckily i am very good at editing so you won't say air and is nearly as much as you remember okay i will literally go through and painstakingly get rid of every air um and uh... whatever else people say <laughs> Every filler will disappear, don't worry. Um, See, there's another one. Anywho, that's a way to do it. (laughs) Not many people will know who I am yet, because no one has uh, seen or heard my role properly. Should do, and they will. They will very soon. I'm very excited for when people will see and hear you, and and be able to do that from their own homes, and, and it be... And you be a common fixture, like all these other guys, like your Jim Rosses and your, I don't know, <laughs> all these guys. Try not to be like Jim Ross. I'm sure I'm going to be the next Jim Ross. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's what's Instead of Boomer Sooner, I'll be like uh, Newcastle Tuna. That didn't work. Working title. <laughs> yeah, work. <laughs> that's my life. Working title. <laughs> Um, my role at Prime is the lead commentator, where me and my esteemed co-host, uh, Dominic Davenport, try to provide a bit of context, a bit of colour, and a bit of everything in between to each show, uh, even if the PDA system is insanely loud and you cannot hear us one bit. But I will say the dynamic between me and Sam is very interesting because he gives everything through the lens of a seasoned veteran and I give everything through the lens of a guy who has literally just sat on Smackdown vs. Raw and memorized the name of every single move ever created. So... (laughs) (laughs) It's true, and you also, you've got that same enthusiasm that I think I would but I don't think I would convey that anywhere near as eloquently as you do <laughs> but it, it's 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 one of them things when you see a move it's like such an organic like th- th- there was a spot in, in season one where Leon Slater did some crazy stupid thing off the top rope and off some guy's back and like uh, you know you could just see your reaction and everyone else's reaction being as that as a child would be of what the hell was that how what <laughs> You know, that's so good and so authentic and so great and, and, and to bring that natural kind of enthusiasm to it's amazing and it is very exciting. But as I am right now, even though I was like, what was that? I'm like, well. 
It was actually a, have... a, a 450 uh, backwards tornado splash from, uh, you know, the, the first introduced that in uh, Alabama in uh, 1946. He said as he pushed his glasses up his nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but le- legit, like, I, I, I try and say, like, I try and stay away from saying the names of moves that are, like, named by people. Like, I'll never say a sting, a splash. I will say a splash in the corner. Yeah. However, there is one exception to that rule. I will never call a fisherman's neckbreaker a fisherman's neckbreaker. It will uh-huh. always be a three-handled moss-covered family credenza. <laughs> <laughs> Just because that is the greatest name for a wrestling move ever created. Yeah, I can't uh, can't argue with that, to be fair. Really can't. I mean, is, there, is, is that something any of the guys have come up to you with and like, oh, I do... Uh, I don't know, a five-star frog splash, but I call it this, and you must call it this. Get, you know. Funnily enough, no one has ever said anything like that. No? And when I I went and asked certain people, I was like, just so I know, what's your finisher? And he, one of them went, oh, well, it's just like a DDT, but I'm not doing it in this match, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sure that helps, though, because if ever you're going for it in a match, I know to be make a big deal out of it. Like, if, oh, it's just DDT. Oh, he's going for the DDT! There's a big difference between... Still- do you feel people should name their own finishers, or is it a DDT? hundred percent. Is a DDT sufficient enough name to? I think totally. They definitely should na- name finisher if if it's quote unquote just a DDT, which annoyingly everyone uses a transition move now. But anyway, a guilty. If, like <laughs> like <laughs> if it, if it was me, call it a a, a JDT. Yeah, Simple yeah, as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put a little bit of branding on it. Just make, that's something that a lot of wrestlers don't understand. Make make ev- make not only everything your own, but turn everything up to eleven. Like if if you like walk around the ring going clapping, trying to get the crowd on your side, shout, do something else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I think a little bit of character goes a long way over the time. You know, back exactly. when we were doing tag stuff, we always we always did think of crazy names for stuff. And I'm still not even sure that's a good idea because everyone's got a million names for pretty much everything they do in their own arsenal. And it's like, how the hell are you meant to remember all that stuff? I don't know. But, you know, it's fun. And yet, I can remember all that stuff. Um... <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> yes. No, yes. Your memory is terrifyingly accurate. Don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, my other rule in Prime is um, a member of the uh, creative team. So one of the main things that I do is um, I get told what's happening and I go, okay, here's how you can make that a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Here's, here's what here's what we're doing for this season. Okay, um, can we please do this? And then I get a message from you saying, I love that. <laughs> Honestly, that's normally the thing, and I really like that dynamic of, right, we've got these ideas, how do we make that work, or how do we make that better? And then, you know, like, I get a message off you at stupid o'clock in the morning or whatever, going, and and why don't we do this? And and it's just like, ah, that's far better than anything I thought of. Yeah, let's do that. That's great. That's, That's fine. Good. I will say it is fun because like everybody who's a wrestling fan has always fantasy booked everything they've ever done, but now mm. we get to do it. <laughs> uh, I don't know anybody 
more excited about doing something like that than Ryan is, who's also, uh, again, one of the creative guys in Prime. Uh, he yeah. is like a child in a toy shop with it. He absolutely loves it. Damien as well, he's, you know, Ray, he sends so many stupid ideas through and all of them involve him winning. And so it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not that at all. It's uh, you know, it's it's a good balance through all the guys. No, no, dude, I, I I totally have like fantasy booked myself jumping off commentary and like winning the title. You know, it's it's one of those things that everyone does it. You know, <laughs> yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say right. One one of my favorite things I ever saw was um, <laughs> this is this is how obscure my memory is. Do you remember Heidenreich? Big beefy boy. Yeah, like very chilling yeah. looking. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Taz was on commentary and Taz had just had enough and he he like throws his headset down and he starts like like rolling his shirt up and I'm like how can I make myself do this <laughs> can I make it so that I do this too but then I remember in that episode of Smackdown Taz is quickly replaced with the Undertaker and I don't think I have those magical powers yet so <laughs> Yeah, we work, we work, we'll get there. I'm, I'm not, like, I keep thinking, like, with the venue that we use, I keep thinking, oh, how could we do that thing where we turn all the lights off? And I'm like, the bar will still be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe us, I've been through that, and I've been through the uh, the light desk and all that stuff. Um, we could probably make it dark enough for the cameras not to, to, to see what's going on, but... I swear to God, though, that, that light desk does nothing. Half <laughs> the switches don't work. Yeah, I mean, our own lights, I mean, though, because we turn the house lights obviously down quite a lot. Uh, we've true, got our own like, light and rig and stuff that makes it all really, really bright and funny. And... Yeah, I know, they're facing me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know, they add so much to the show and, and the production values. And they it's, really uh, do. I think if we took that down, we could probably fool the cameras to... No, we can't book the live crowd off like that either, could we? True, true. Although, if you just had the person appear in, like, a full, full-on ninja costume... They won't know who it is. <laughs> then, me. as the lights, it's all with you. <laughs> it was me. Insert name here. It was me all along. Uh, yes, yes. So, as well as me, there is you, and without me, there is no you. Wait, that's not the way. That's not the saying. Anyway, Nick, what is your role? My role is. Um seemingly have another full-time job on top of a full-time job in in what we call prime i have been talking to every wrestler that we've got in on the show organized everything about the shows really you know we all get together and we talk about matches and and what matches would like to have and 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 who would have to have fighting who and all all that good stuff but yeah the, the top and bottom of this kind of tends to be me spending every waking minute of every waking day talking to a human about Prime. Somehow, whether it be, you know, getting the camera guys, making sure the camera guys are right, making sure we've got a guy for the lighting rig, the music rig, recording the audio, make sure we've got all, you know, everyone's in place. We've got the ring coming in. We've got the ring crew to sort out. We've got guys coming from all over the country. You know, this next show, we've got guys coming from London. We've got guys coming from Leeds. We'll, we'll have guys come from Scotland soon. All this stuff's going to happen. And logistically, that is such, such a colossal job, which I think is quite easily overlooked all the time and kind of added as well before I started getting my teeth stuck into this. I will say, before Prime became PWE, 
because mm. there was there was a time when it was almost going to be something else. Yeah. Um, I I was given the role of doing uh, the sister show of what was going to be Saturday Night Prime. Mm-hmm. I was going to do something that was called Thursday Night Anarchy, mm-hmm. which in my mind, doing a show on Thursday nights is a nightmare. But anyway, I was just I was just told, here's what you do, go. And I went, no. <laughs> Honestly, I, I wish I had that. It was kind of so so to 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 let we're in a little bit behind the curtain and how we um how Prime started and all that kind of side of things. Uh Paulie Paulie C, the Charver MC, as he was known when he was a wrestler back in the day, he would he he created Prime, it was his baby, it was his um company and it birthed through from Full Tilt and all all these good places until Prime was just its own entity with PWE. Paulie decided after all the lockdowns and everything like that, it was time for him to spend more time with his family and he didn't want to run Prime anymore. You can't fault him for that. No, it was a lot of work and it, it, believe me, it's a lot of bloody work. Um, so he kind of asked a few of the guys in the chat, he's like, look, if any of you guys want it, you know, here's the reins, we can talk and, and we, can, we can hand it over and we can get something moving. Just to uh, just to pull back the curtain even further, he actually messaged me first saying, "Do you want this?" And I went, "Not without help." <laughs> <laughs> Good. I was like, "There's only I was like, there's only one way I'm doing this. Ask them first." <laughs> mm. Good. Good. Uh, well, that's weird because that that yeah, I'll get it. So <laughs> no, no, Paulie put in uh, to quite a few of us and a couple of guys who were working um, the prime shows before the lockdowns and COVID hit and all that side of things. Um, does anybody want to take it up? And a couple of us kind of went to one side and were like, if we say no, we don't want to do this because it's a lot of work. We knew it was going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, Prime was already so colossal and so massive in the Northeast scene. And that's hopefully trying to say that without the ego behind it because I know I've got a lot to do with it nowadays and all that stuff. But even back then when it was just Paulie running it and doing all that, it was colossal. It was huge. And Mm -hmm. it hadn't even really kicked off properly yet, but still had such a big following and such a big hype behind it. And at that point, if we just said, no, don't don't fancy that, not up for that. What a stupid opportunity to just let go and gone out of, you know, he's done all this work, all this promotion all this hype all this build that the country's seeing it and we just go nah, i didn't fancy that so it was yeah in that regard it was a total no-brainer thinking of what like in what you've just said hmm. and thinking back to the end of i think it was the end of the third show that we did like we did a three se- a three season a three episode season yes for the opening of prime and uh, i think it was liam slater he grabbed the mic at the last show and just mm. said like he literally just said like something along the lines of prime is one of the best that british wrestling has to offer right now and right there i just went holy f- what have we done <laughs> honestly i that was my real oh god i just slapped earth kind of yeah okay i feel like we're doing a job here we're, you know something i'm really genuinely proud of and passionate about yeah, and it landed there, and it was like, oh, that feels worth it. All the work, all the hours and months and days. The cameras didn't pick this up because, obviously, copyrighted music. But mm. there's a moment after, which is why you should all come to the live shows. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Plugged. It, it was a moment where Slater's in the ring, he's dancing around to a Venga Boy song, and 
all of the talent, nearly all of the talent, and all of the crowd are congering round the ring. And as soon as Slater gets on the mic, he's the the entire crowd and the wrestlers are slamming their hands down on on the canvas. And it was just a moment that will live for me forever because, like, I've genuinely never seen that outside of PWE. Uh, um, sorry, PWG. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, that's that's big comparison. No, that was a really proud moment because, to me, Liam Slater was a guy that I used to go see teaming with Johnny Moss and guys like mm. that in, in, in WCPW and Defiant and promotions, same thing, um, promotions like that. And, you know, Liam was the guy, he was one of the UK's names, you know, he mm. was the guy. And when we when we got him, when I started talking to Liam back in the day, uh, before we started this, and he was just like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> well, that's a, bit, that's a bit casual, but he'd obviously heard about Prime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and he decided he wanted to work with Prime and uh, do some shows for us. Uh, that was a massive get for me. Like mm. personally, I, I thought he was one of the biggest names we could have possibly gotten on board. And, and when totally. he when we, when he came to the first couple of shows, he was telling us it was like, "Look, I, just, I don't work many shows around the UK now. I work a couple of select promotions. Uh, really happy to be doing this." Blah blah blah. And that was that was really gratifying when that came about. Um, Sorry, I know we've got on a tangent there. <laughs> but that's perfect. That's exactly what this show needs to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like I, when but, I pitched uh, this show, I didn't want it to be like, "Oh, so did you watch Monday Night Raw?" I want to be no, like, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. prime all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I mean the short answer is no. Sorry, I haven't. I, I just haven't had yeah. time to watch. Any... Do you know who doesn't watch wrestling? Wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Preach. <laughs> I I don't know a single wrestler who will tell you that they actually sit down and watch AEW, WWE, NJPW. Like they'll watch like the odd match. That's it. <laughs> Honestly, I like if somebody tells me it's like ah, oh, there's there's been another match as good as Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate was back in NXT a few years ago. Okay, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch that and. You know, it was Walter and Dragunov last time. I think somebody yeah. really said, look, you really got to sit down and watch this. So sat down and watch this. That's good stuff. You like, like, like taking notes <laughs> going like, right, I'll steal that. <laughs> Do you know what? When I was a bit more focused on uh, in-ring stuff like that, um, I would do that a lot. I would watch matches by guys who are... Who are really liked and, mm-hmm. and and with similar styles and i would just steal all this stuff and just make it your own <laughs> you do this it's yeah it's yeah there's no such thing as an original idea anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all been done it's all been done so yes. <laughs> so go back to um to what we were talking about a little bit earlier you know we went for this meeting with paulie and and you were saying mm. um about how he he'd he, he told you oh this is what you need to do go what he said to me, what he said to me and Ray when for this meeting with Paulie was, uh, "Right, here's Prime if you want it. Uh, here's how much it's going to cost you to do it. Uh, here's who's booked for the next three shows. Have a think about it. And bye. <laughs> and, 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 you know, all credit to him. He told us all of the details that we needed to know, like about the, the admin side of it. But yeah. Nobody tells you you're getting text messages off wrestlers at four o'clock in the morning going." <laughs> Oh, so how would you feel about this? And oh God, I don't care. Mid bed. <laughs> <laughs> that that is uh, there is something to be but, said about certain wrestlers thinking that they are 
um, the next champion, and it's like we're just like we don't even know who the next champion is. Stop. <laughs> no. Honestly, honestly, I love that. And and again, I was talking to one of the guys that we've got on the upcoming season, and he was and he was asking about ideas to go through this to to where he thinks he's gonna go and what his story's gonna be and all that stuff. So I kind of pitched him the first show. And, and the angle of the first show that would, would have him coming in and doing. And the idea he wanted was like, oh, and how about after that we do this, this, and this? And I said to him, like, yeah, that, that's great if we could do that. That's awesome. But I'd much rather, like, yes, have a blueprint of where I'd like things to go and, and we'd like things to go. But actually, when you see the reactions of the crowd and, and how the matches go... It and, can immediately change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jay... Uh, Toxic pants, as as the kids in the crowd were calling him Oliver Barrett. Where did that come wow. from? Wow! <laughs> I, I have no idea. So I don't know where he's getting the nickname Toxic Pants. But that's the, regardless, you know, he come out and he uh, he had a great crowd favourite showing uh, against Damian Black in, in like a proven match in it. Do I deserve to be on Prime? So we did that. And he smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. And the crowd loved him. So we're going to have another match with David Lynn and he comes in and he has this absolutely unbelievable match. Like, wow, like great. Again, the crowd are really interested. And then he turns later on in the night and he smashes Mickey Limerick <laughs> in the head with a chair. And I've Devastation. never seen kids crying. <laughs> kids are crying and screaming and like, you know, the, the face of um, Home Alone kid on the front of the, uh, the you know, they're all, oh. <laughs> Kids are like, there's pictures of that, and it's like, how have we done, like, we've done that with little story beats that, yeah. honestly, these things aren't planned, like, we see an opportunity and we strike on it, and I love that, and I love how we're able to do that, and it's not set in stone. Honestly, the, the plan behind all that kind of side of things, if we really want to peel it back, that didn't come about until, I think, that day to have Oliver turn on Mickey and it was yeah. kind of the morning we're in there uh, we're in the battle ready gym we're just going over some ideas for the show and because it was the finale show uh, we're going to crown the champion and that's how we thought we'll get a good reaction never in a million years did I think we would get that reaction and yeah to be met with the, crazy. the universal hatred and love and reaction <laughs> it's just amazing man it's like that makes it so worth it it's all worth it doing that kind of stuff it's that's what I love. I remember at half time at that show, I, I, I obviously we did the we did the first part of the show. I ended it, exported the audio files and all that stuff, and I went backstage and I was like, like congratulating people on their matches, and then like going to see other people saying like, right, are you ready? Like you know, all that stuff. And I just remember distinctly remember going like going up to Barish and being like, so thoughts, and he just went, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Because he did, he got he got the best crowd favorite response. Uh, like, you know, obviously, obviously Oliver Oliver Barrett is amazing. He's so good, yeah. but I just didn't expect that. You know, and yeah, he got such yeah. a good reaction and, he, and such it, a good match. It was great. It, it was. He literally just went. I feel so bad, and then he just goes, "I'm so over." <laughs> <laughs> It, it's I, I really love that um 
some of the feedback you get off these guys. Um, like a couple of couple of weeks before that match got booked for another promotion in the northeast, uh, the the Oliver Barrett versus David Lynn match, and it was kind of one of these shows. Like it was fine, it was a good show, but afterwards he was he was just like, ah, oh, don't worry, we're going to save all the big stuff for for the Prime show. I was like, awesome, cool. I love that. Like. I love the idea that we're thought of as like somewhere to save your big, your good stuff for, and you know, that is wow. <laughs> Which is terrifying. <laughs> it is a bit because God, what the standard to kind of live up to when you've got to do it again the next month, and then oh, you've got to do it again the month mm. after. Oh, now you've got a season finale, so you've got to go even bigger, and you've got to work out how to do that. And it's okay. Yeah. Like I, said, I, I said this to you yesterday like I like yesterday from the time of recording I said this I said like it was we had the end of the show where it was uh, end of the end of the first half it was Shreddy versus uh, Mickey Limerick mm. and I just at the end of the match I just turned to Davenport and just said how do we top that like I, I was like one I don't want I wouldn't want to be the one to follow that match yeah funnily enough the match that followed it was really f- good the main event for the second half was Crash Boat versus the Slaters. Ah, oh, man. That and, might be my favourite matchup. Oh, but it tore the house down. And I just distinctly remember turning off the uh, the recording afterwards and Davenport just turns to us and goes, I think that's how you follow that match. <laughs> <laughs> it was because it was a totally different genre of match. Like, totally different genre. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, Shreddy versus Mickey Limerick is two big, beefy boys slapping beef, and it's great. You know, the power and slam that each other match outside can the go ring. Either way. Um, like, that type of match them. could either go. But that, like, the thing is, that type of match could either really badly flop, because it's happened so mm. many times in the big in the big boy promotions, where you have two big, big men. Just look at uh, Batista versus big show at one night stand who thought that was a good idea at, at, at the ACW <laughs> arena like as a booker you clearly don't know what you're doing if you're putting that match on but obviously they tried their best but the crowd just wasn't there but when the crowd yeah. is there and you throw guys like Shreddy and Mickey in the mix who know what they're doing and love what they're doing yeah, you get magic like what happened for us like that was it was a one kind of genre of match which I love, and then the the Leon uh, Leon Slater and Liam Slater um, no relation, just same for certain, um against Crashboard was just how the bloody hell do they do that? I ju- I will never understand tag team wrestling when it's at that pace and there's yeah. that much going on, and you don't know where to look, and people are flying and flipping, and people are coming off corners and I, I you know the one spot I know we talked about last night we sat, sat in the pub last night talking about all sorts of stuff we talked about last night but I, the biggest the biggest pop I've ever had at a prime show was Jack Bandicoot one of Crashboard his finishing manoeuvres where he somehow a, a, a leaned over opponent he stands on the back somehow and then jumps off and drops a massive DDT on the and it, it, it's normally enough to finish a match so he goes for that on, on Liam Slater but Leon Slater's on the top corner and somehow he flies from orbit or something and totally wipes <laughs> out Jack Bandicoot from on top of Liam. And it's like, how the 
has he just done that? Where has he come from? The timing, the, the precision. Oh my God. Outrageous. I, I, I genuinely believe at this point that uh, Leon Slater has an agreement with gravity where every now and again he can just turn it off. <laughs> because some of the stuff Honestly, he does, like, man. If we take a second just to talk about Leon, like a couple of years ago, um, when I first met Leon, me and Ray, uh, or Damien, sorry, uh, we went down to, to Leeds where Leon's from and we were doing, a, it was actually a six-man tag, we were teaming with Classic Jack at the time um, and we are working against this young kid called Tom Steele, great, working against the head coach at the, um, at the UK arena down in Leeds, Jonathan Sedgwick. Great, old hand. And this young lad called uh, Leon Slater, who I've never met, never heard of, never had any dealings with, and he was just a young lad. So we'll kind of run through some spots in the match, and you could just kind of tell, you could see it behind his eyes, he understood exactly what was going on. He understood the match, he understood what we needed to achieve and how to get the best out of the dynamic that we had, the three-on-three -three dynamic, and his role in that match. And also he had side stories with, with, um, with Tom Steele, who was the other guy in the match so he worked all that and at the end of the match I think it's always me eats the finishes when I'm in a tag match with Damien Black always <laughs> I always get pinned and I don't know how that works but he always managed to wrangle out of it but we do this anyway so he hits this um, 450 splash and I have never taken a 450 splash as sweet as the one Leon gave me and that whole match was I could not believe how good he was he was moving around the ring like somebody i've never seen work before this first time i've ever worked in a bloody 20 odd foot ring it was huge um and he was floating around <laughs> that thing like it was no problem at all like you say gravity does not work it doesn't apply to him so immediately after that match was like bloody hell mate yeah fair play you're outstanding all the rest of it and um we're like oh would you you know we'll put the word in for paulie and we'll see if we can get you in newcastle um Doing the shows, and then one of the guys was just like, "Oh, he's, he's a little bit young yet." Like, what, do you, what do you mean he's a little bit young? He's like, "Oh, he's only 15 like, Excuse you. <laughs> so yeah, at the time we're working them, this kid, a fifteen-year-old, no. admittedly, I thought he was about twenty. I couldn't believe it. This kid was running rings around us. Absolute stole the show about how good this guy was. And um, so, like, Christ, okay, well, I guess we'll wait a couple of years and and see what happens. I think that's what you call natural born talent. <laughs> Honestly, I, but but it was <laughs> it was when we started doing the prime shows and we got Liam Slater in, uh, Leon came along because Leon's been training at the PPW Academy uh, Pursuit uh, with, with Liam down there. And it was just like, ah, oh, Christ, you're now six foot two and absolutely shredded. Class, mint, you're unbelievable. When, <laughs> when can you start working for Prime, kind of thing? And it was immediately just like, right, when can you start? So he's like, oh, yeah, we'll do the next show and all that stuff. Great. And the second he was on, he blew everyone away. Um, what was the first match he was in? Do you remember what it was? Oh, do, am I putting you on the spot there? Yeah, it was uh, Slater versus Ace. Was that the first one? I'm sure it was. Let me, or was it? Let me just... Maybe the second. I don't know. Oh, no. The first match we had of it was um, Liam and Leon versus Crashbot. That was the first? 
So you're saying the third, the first thing he ever did was the best thing that happened on Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the... See, honestly, man. So at that point, it was just a case of, right, Leon, here's all we did. You just, just please work them all for us. Uh, don't ever leave. Yeah, you, uh, are, you are our guy. And, and you know what, though? <laughs> and, and one of the really gratifying moments for that when that happened was when he came out when his music hit on the show after that. Um, obviously, the music for a lot of these guys that we're using is new. Uh, a lot of it's copyright free, so it's not what perhaps the local guys or guys who'd be familiar with wrestlers would yeah, know yeah, yeah. them as. As soon as his music hit and they seen him come out, the crowd went mad for it. And I was like, right, okay, we got this. Like, this guy is organically... It's working. Yeah, this, this, this he knows what he's doing and the crowd love him. Great. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh yeah i just wanted to take a second to put uh leon over because if he isn't working in some globally recognized wrestling prime um in a couple of years time um, <laughs> then do you know what do you know what then there's something wrong with the world he would have been perfect if it was still on the air or like whatever if it wasn't as shrouded in as much controversy, but and by controversy I mean like contractual shit, um, he was he would have been perfect for Lucha Underground. Yeah, absolutely. Per- Imagine him versus yes. Prince Puma, Ricochet. Who's him? Same age. But you know what? This 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 right here is exactly what this show needs. This this podcast needs to be just us promoting the shit out of Prime because. The more people need to experience this, even if they're not wrestling fans, like it's it's that's why the show is that's why Prime, the the long name of Prime is Prime Wrestling Entertainment. It's because if you do not leave entertained, yeah. you weren't watching. You were on your phone. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> and and honestly, I don't think people are on the phones, and I and I really love they're that. Not. that I've, I've totally guilted people who are friends and family to come on on my shows. Come on, you need to support me. And oh, who would do people, that? <laughs> <Trip> it. <clears throat> <clears throat> and these guys are not interested <laughs> in wrestling. They're not. They're, they're amusing me, and they're going, "Oh, fine, okay, I'll come along." And there's people coming along, just like, "What was that? Wow, you know." And it's that's it. That's it. And we need more of that. I, I legit had one of the, I won't say who, but I had one of the, uh, one of the talent come up with me the, other, uh, the last show and be like, right, all my mates came and they're not wrestling fans. They just came for me. But the one to come see is at the, at the next show that I do. And I've told them the can't cause it's not like this show. And I went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that honestly, what a compliment that is. And it, it's, I, I almost feel bad at this point for blowing smoke up run bumholes, but I'm so proud of it, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm so so. You proud know, of it's it. there's nothing wrong with 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 as you say so eloquently blowing smoke up run buttholes. Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that if you know it's good, because it, I as much as again as you've just said, it, Prime is literally one of my favorite things I've ever done in my life because just especially with my position like i have watched every match that prime has ever done because i am in a unique position like not many people get to be in the position that i am 
and seeing the crowd reactions to every single one. Like there was one, it was I think it was during Shreddy versus Limerick. Afterwards, I jumped down and I went through the crowd to get to the backstage area. And someone stopped us and went, you look like you're about to have a heart attack during that match. I went, I think I did. <laughs> especially, especially when uh, Limerick's uh, <laughs> tights ripped. <laughs> Oh, thank God he was wearing. That. Thank God he was wearing three pairs. <laughs> Everyone want to get the good booty show there. That's that happened, uh, happened. I yeah. do remember as he walked past. He walked obviously to get out. The rest of us have to walk past my desk. And as they walked out, <laughs> Mickey went. That guy owes us some tights. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yes. right? yeah. It's it's so funny though the dynamic that me and Mickey have because every show that we ever did uh, up until Prime, uh, Mickey was a bad guy. He was a heel. Yeah. And every single time he saw me, he would pull my tie. He would stare at us from across the room. He could be the far side of the ring, and he would just lock eyes with us, and I would nearly cack me pants. And it was it was just a subtle thing that that if you saw it cool it adds to the situation if you don't oh well you missed it and there was one where he, where he grabbed me by the tie and i was like uh, he, he shouted at me you better call that right down the middle and i'm swinging <laughs> on my chair I'm, I'm swinging on my chair going like yo i got no beef with you so he, he gives us the tiniest little shove and i went flying <laughs> but me being me i, I stopped that. pissing myself laughing I start, I start laughing, but then I realise I look up and there's a camera there, and I'm like, "Oh, start selling." <laughs> uh, honestly, I think for your benefit, we had to t- to ask him to be a, a more polite, crowd friendly kind of baby face guy, because you were getting well, wild, driving. The fun thing is, at the first show we did when he was the ring announcer, he mm. he put he put his uh, his papers down on our desk, and he like looked at us. And went, now oh, I have to kill that now, don't we? <laughs> and I went, thank God, for my benefit. <laughs> yeah, you, you were sucking a pile driver if that kept going for any more shows, man, and it would not end well for you. Yeah, I, c- I could see that happening. I mean, it almost did at one point, but that's that's mm. a story for another Ooh. time. So as well as um, the mainstays of the podcast, obviously there'll be me and Nick, not always Nick, it will be always me because I am the one who has the rights to upload this podcast to the airwaves um, and I'm the only one who knows how to do that. There'll obviously be Ace, there'll be Damien and all that stuff, um, but there'll also be interviews with different members of the Prime roster. Um, I will literally go backstage, grab them before shows and be like, come and answer some questions. <laughs> They're like, what? Uh, like yes, you just uh, sit them there, put a microphone in the hand, and be like, "Welcome to the show." They're like, "How did I get here?" <laughs> and you know, I want to like just, I just want to go through some things with them, like not necessarily the basic stuff, but like uh, just talk about that time in Prime, where they see themselves going with Prime, how they think Prime's going, and all that stuff. And then we'll end with uh, end the every interview with. Um, this is where it comes out. Uh, me and Nick are big Friends fans. Maybe I'm... I might be slightly bigger fan than friend, uh, Friends than Nick. Um, uh, I don't think there is a bigger fan than you. <laughs> what gave you that impression? There, There is a an episode of Friends. I I will not tell you the name of it because that will make me feel... That will be even weirder. 
there's an episode of Friends where to try and figure out what they need to do, Phoebe will ask someone some questions very quickly and you have to answer with the oh. first thing that pops into the head. Mm. Therefore, that's what we'll do in this scenario, like on, on this show, just to end maybe like five, maybe t- between 10 and uh, five and 10 questions just to ask people just to get like, and like, it's all going to be wrestling related just to be able to like, you know, be like, oh, that's a juicy tangent because you're doing this, oh. this and this. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Nick, here you go. Are you ready? <laughs> I, 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 I am not prepared for this, but let's... let's... God, this will, this will end well. We can edit this, yeah? Um, sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Game face on. Are you ready for some quickfire questions? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's do it anyway. Good, that's exactly the answer I want to hear. <laughs> Nick, let's play Bamboozled. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does it take a wickedy wambo card and go down there? I don't know. You, you do Spin the wicked you. wheel of mayhem. That's the one. I will quote it word for word. Don't make me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Don't. <laughs> Can we get a copyright strike for that? Uh, totally not. No. Warner Brothers won't listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nick. Who would your dream opponent be? Uh, um. Tabasso Champa. Oh, good one, good one. Who would your dream tag team partner be? Uh, God Kane. God Kane? Jesus Christ, that sounds way overpowered. Um, Just just regular Kane, it's fine. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Dream uh, location to have Prime run a show. Oh, well, this isn't a quickfire answer because I know this already and it's not that much of a big dream but there's a there's a basketball stadium in Newcastle and that is my goal for Prime and I want to run in that basketball stadium in Newcastle within the next two years same same I thought you were going to say something like the island of Fiji but there we go um, well my, my first quick fire response was like the Bahamas but <laughs> that makes no sense but because I know where I want this <laughs> I want to go where it's sunny it's warm I don't like being cold not that much of a goth. <laughs> uh, what's your favourite weapon to use in a match? Chair. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not at all. It's just the first weapon I thought of. But because it's the first thing you thought of, it is your favourite weapon to use in a match. Or is that the most associated wrestling weapon? No, it's a table. Or as it is now on the oh. indies, a door. Um, for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Don't thank you. One door, please. <laughs> <laughs> One door and some extendable <laughs> legs. <laughs> what size would you like that? It doesn't matter. But do you not know what frame you know? <laughs> As long as it's hollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, go on, quick fire round. <laughs> I try to, to think of one more question, but I, I, I wasn't prepared to do this, actually. I just decided to put you on the spot. <laughs> Wow, wow. Okay, Jakey. <laughs> Dream gotcha commentary pass, man. guy to go with. I don't know. Dream colour commentator. Color, yes, core commentator. That. Why can't I think of words? Yes, Dream core commentator, go. Uh, Taz. If you get in the ring with anybody on the current Prime roster, who would it be? You. 
Oh, oh no! I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> if you could, if you could tag with anybody on the prime roster right now, who would it be? Easy, Leon Slayer. Very good. If you could sign anybody in the current UK indie scene, who would it be for prime? Ooh, um, can I ask for another question? Because I don't watch indie wrestling in the UK. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> sure. Uh, permanently, Leon Slater. <laughs> cool. Big, big praise. Big praise. I also didn't prep that, obviously. So, yeah. hey, you did better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Also, and for every uh, every subsequent question you're going to ask, the answer is Leon Slater. <laughs> Worst wrestler on Prime, go. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Jake? I, I'm not going to say. No. Uh-uh. Mm. It's not happening. Mm. Um, obviously, it's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so I'm gonna bleep that. <laughs> but I'm gonna have your reaction. <laughs> but I'm gonna keep your reaction. <laughs> I love it. And that way, no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, that's me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much what primed and ready. The official PWE podcast is going to be. It's going to be us just talking a load of wrestling nonsense from our shows that we run and we have built from the ground up. You more than me, um, but it's. I will say it's been one of the most fun things. I am a very busy person, and it is genuinely one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life because I have another podcast. I have a Twitch stream. I have videos that I like to make and genuinely genuinely like since Newcastle United got taken over by uh well since Mike Ashley has done off I genuinely look forward to every match now but I look forward to Prime more and the fact that we only run them once a month kills me because I want to do more <laughs> god man I could my my brain could not handle more than one a month right now this is <laughs> brutal uh no that's why man, we get um, that's why we get to the point where we can actually like run like once every two weeks and you can hire people to do that for you god that would be nice that would be really nice no just when you said about you run your own <laughs> podcast and your own twitch stream and stuff and like god it's so well done and it's so professional it's so good and you know from my point of view i'm so grateful to have you on board with prime and, and what you bring in it really is good to have you on board. And I would say that about a lot of the guys. Some of them I mean them also. That's so. That's so. That's so. No, but there's a lot of guys. Yeah, no, there's a lot of guys on board with Prime who I'm so grateful to have them on board. You know, there's me, myself, obviously. Uh, we've got Damien Ray. Uh, we've got Ryan. We've got you. Uh, who kind of were the first four and, and kind of what the first four were to put together to make Prime and all that kind of stuff. But guys like um, Liam Carroll, I mean, camera guy, Robbie Grant, the other camera guy, guys that have come on board, made Prime what it is. And God, massive shout out Christopher Lloyd. Um, you know, what the work he does behind the scenes for us is insane. He's 
putting graphics mm -hmm. together constantly. I'm always asking for more graphics. He's putting videos together. He's putting the footage together. A lot of the stuff like between him and Liam, it's all coming together. I mean, honestly, so grateful for the work that people do. And, you know, all you guys deserve the world for for what you do. And I just see this as, God, let's hold this together and make it work. That's kind of my view on it. But without all you yeah, guys, like that's, it, it works and you'll go, Everyone on show day, whether it be guys with the, on the ring crew, the, the referees, the, the, Dave on the sound desk, Matty on the sound desk, lights and all that kind of stuff. Sam on the on the commentary desk, um, Ryan and Doug on refs. All these guys, the Ace family doing the merch. It's amazing, man. It's so good, and it's we've got such a mint team. So proud of everyone, and really yeah. top guys behind the scenes working, and it. Yeah, it's a dream to do. It really is a dream to do. Um, but before I run away, um, do want to shout out about the, the the card that we've got coming up and and all that kind of side of things. If if that's if that works for you, I believe that show takes place on March the fifth, twenty twenty two, at the Jubilee Club in Walker in Newcastle. And uh, Nick, do we have a a card for that show? Well, in no particular order, and I am going to reveal matches here that have not been officially announced as of time of recording. So if you're getting this Ooh. before they come out on socials and all that stuff, you are getting an exclusive. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Insert big epic music here. No, no. Like, no, man, I'm so, so excited about this card, and I'm so, so excited about the guys. You keep sending me graphics that are yet to go out yet. And I'm like, how has this got the time to fit in? <laughs> mm. Mm. Very, very good. So, uh, in no particular order whatsoever, I'm just going to reel matches off that I'm excited about. First up, champion Tommy Zane. Uh, he won that strap uh, and the finale of the last show. He beat Mickey Limerick through uh, entirely legitimate one-on-one -on -one means without a chair shot in the head from... I'm uh, pretty sure that's how I called it on commentary as well. Yep. He's got Martin Kirby, man. Martin Kirby, who's just been out of Japan. He's worked every big company in the UK who is anyone. He's done everything. That's that's talk, a headline match, man. That's... Talk that's about big. throwing Zayn in at the deep end, giving him a... Give, giving his first challenger and making it the challenge. <laughs> I thought that was so important. So did he. He was, you know, he was excited by that, and I'm excited by that. So we've got that guy. We've got that match, and I think that's probably potentially match of the night. There's the challenge. Mm. Next down the list, we've got people making debuts. We've got Nicky Starr, absolute mainstay of the Northeast scene, the most unique offense you will see. The guy is so colorful, so fun. Work with him loads of times. He's such a good dude. I'm really excited by that. Really, the master of that. theatrical aggression, as I've said. <laughs> yes, and I think what no spoilers. I think what we're gonna do is, <laughs> I, I think what Nikki Star is going to do in Prime is exciting, fun, and I think people are going to really love it. Really, really love it. Just um, so everybody knows, I don't even know the extent of that. So, mm, I had Ray pitch ideas for what he thinks we should do with uh, Nicky Star, and honestly I'm so excited by what we have planned for him um, yes. I, I'm scared to change it because I think it's 
hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, and I think it's mint. And he's involved, and he's on board, and he's fully on board, and he's fully committed. I'm so excited for him, man. Um, we've got David Lynn holding an open audition for Apex. Do Apex really need more people? They have three. I just think that's his way of going. I'm big and hard. Try it, because he is massive. The guy is jacked. <laughs> To oh man, David Lynn's a monster man. His match with uh, Oliver Barrett, insane, absolutely insane. I watched it back loads of times. There's a photo that uh, that Stomp took of which another shout out to Stomp because for their amazing photos. Christ, yes. Um, God, if I missed anyone, man. <laughs> There's a photo is the man. that he took of David Lynn as a promo image backstage, and it is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Like. It's just Lynn screaming at the camera, and I'm just like, okay, if he, I ran into him in a in a dark alley, I would give him everything, including <laughs> just just don't hurt me, <laughs> just don't hurt me. I'm gonna gloss right over that. Anyway, dead excited. Those two guys are gonna make debuts. Um, I'm not gonna tell you who they're against or what they're doing or what the plans oh. are for them guys. You know, David Lynn's got an open uh, open challenge for an audition. Uh, Nikki Star's going to be doing it. Could be anyone. Mm, could be. Um, next up, again, in no particular order whatsoever, uh, appearing are going to be Ace Corp, which is Ryan Ace, the Weasley little man in a suit, or as the crowd like to refer to him as Captain Primark, uh, or Check My PPI, or all this cool chance he's got going on. Uh, and his massively heavy mm. monster, Liston Ross, who is being just great i'm so excited to see what them guys do um again i'm not going to spoil what they're doing if anybody goes to the show who listens to this podcast please try and start a chant about him having a party with boris because you can guarantee he was there (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna spoil what ace corp are gonna be up to um again we've got plans for them and what they're gonna do and this is gonna be fun uh, next up, we've got Crash Boat, who are absolute walking highlight reels. My favourites. Yeah, honestly, another one of these they, them guys, they come out, people know who they are, and they get a reaction because they're class. Quick tangent, the thing that made me f- literally fall in love with Jake Silver was back when I was the ring announcer. I went up to him and asked him what his weight was, and he said it was 182. Aww. He's the pop punk kid. Aww. 182, and I just went, I went, uh, you're my favourite now. <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent. Very good. Very convenient weight for a man of uh, pop punk tastes. Very convenient. Exactly. Weight. Yeah. Like that. I mean, forty-one would make no sense. Nah, nah. Too light. Too light. No <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Crash Boat, uh, pop punk Jake Silver, and um, Jack Bandicoot. Insane. Um, Originally, we've advertised this as Leon Slater and a mystery partner, a partner of his choice. Since that, we've got a video from Nathan Black talking all sorts of trash, being ever so cocky and loud. Um, he's weaseled his way into that match, so it will be Nathan Black and Leon Slater versus Crashboard. All guys from uh, the PPW Academy, all guys from Pursuit down there. Um, that will bang hard. Uh, Nathan Black is a um, 
<laughs> if, if you've seen his videos that he's been sending us, that man is a man. He's talking all the trash. He thinks he's the business. His last comment was, "I run Prime now. I can get the bin. I'm over that." Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, he did name check you in his first promo as well. I didn't want to. Didn't want to rise to that. I'm gonna <laughs> let him. Gonna let him have that one. But now. Uh, <laughs> It's a tough one because I never want to see Leon get beat, but God, I want to see Nathan get beat so hard. <laughs> I mean, we all know that if you if you don't get pinned in a tag team match and you lose, <laughs> it doesn't count. Mm. You know, like I was I was never pinned. <laughs> mm. Same with triple yeah. threat rules. Well, it'll be interesting to see what Leon does. Leon's been a massive crowd favorite. Nathan Black's a massive. I don't know how that's going to work out. Interesting uh, dynamic. Really fun. Throw them in a ring. Let's see what bombs are thrown at each other. Yeah, awesome. And again, another contender that's potentially got a match of the night written all over it. Totally. Next match, again, in absolutely no order. TSR versus Next Generation. Now, that's so Raven. TSR, that's so Raven. They've been bickering. They've been arguing. R-Squared is not happy with DJ, CJ, and... What's Big Squeezy called? Jiglo. 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 Yeah, man. He is not happy with them boys. They've been talking trash. They've been on the sesh. Yeah. They've been up for it. R-Square just wants to get in for it. He wants to kick some faces. I will say, whenever they've been coming out, um, I, I, it starts, I, I always call him R-Squared. And then I say mm. I say things along the lines of, there's, there's spots of Ryan Rude coming out. It's in there, man. It's mm. it's a powder keg about to explode. I get Hamilton reference in there as well. <laughs> Very good. Very good. But honestly, Next Generation, these are guys coming out of Full Tilt Academy. Um, I have been watching them since the start of wrestling. These two boys are the standouts. They are standouts from Full Tilt. They are young, hungry. They are serious. These are going to be debuting on Prime. It's one of their first shows. Uh, I'm, I'm dead excited that we get to be one of the first places to get out and about to do the thing and show what they're about. They've got a point to prove against TSR. TSR, massive veterans over these guys. Loads more experience. Loads more to prove. But they're here and I promise you these guys are exciting. They're really fun. I'll take you away from it. Hmm. <laughs> keep your eye out keep your eye out and it's not just for the Star Trek puns because they're too young to understand that next generation was Star Trek <laughs> oh my god is that what they're named after <laughs> no no that's not what they're named after they just they're just named next generation that's their name I just don't think they're old enough to know that that was Star Trek so okay fair enough know, make it so make it so and finally oh not finally we've got two more matches like I said, uh, how are you fitting all these into one card? <laughs> I got plans. You got plans. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. Uh, next up, You're 30 seconds, is, go. <laughs> sorry, this match has not been announced yet. It is not on socials. <gasps> but special request of Mickey Limerick when I told him that the title match was already taking place between Martin Kirby and Tommy Zane. Because he wanted the title match. He's not getting the title match. He's just lost a title match. So he wanted Oliver Barrett. Oh, oh, 
Oh, oh no. Okay. Can, when, he, when, when, so when's the memorial planned for Oliver Barrett? This will be fun. I think this will be so much fun. Um, It'll be interesting to see how the crowd react to Barrett now. It will. It will. And I am, I'm dead excited by that, man. It's when Mickey was like, right, I want Oliver. If I can't have Tommy, I want Oliver Barrett. That's that's my match. If and I can't have Oliver, the main guy of Apex, give me someone from Apex. He's going to rip them apart, man. Uh, oh, do you know what? There's nothing to say. Uh, hey, hey, Apex are cheating little buggers and there's three of them. It's nothing to do with Barrett weighs about as much as uh, Limerick's leg. But... Mm. I don't want to underestimate Barrett because he's a little weasel and we've already seen what he can do with a chair and he's already fooled us into thinking he's the I mean, greatest thing going. So He busted out a coast-to-coast for absolutely no reason. This guy will do pretty much anything. <laughs> and going back to what we call the names uniquely, which I thought was hilarious, when everybody wanted to do him 619, he did a 6-1 spine. That's true. That is very true. Everyone's like, oh, what was that? <laughs> mm, I enjoyed that. And if you don't know what that is, you're going to have to watch the video. It's on YouTube. Um, or come to the show, pro- because he'll probably do it again. <laughs> if Mickey lets him. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that's dead exciting. It's not announced at time of recording. Uh, that's going to go out live within the next day or so. Just been talking to the guys, getting that confirmed. That's happening. That's going to go down. Uh, and finally... Um, probably the guy everybody's heard of the most in UK wrestling, Simon Miller. Simon Miller's coming to Prime. Why? What a massive, stupid... Here's why! Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy's an absolute jacked monster, man. He's been wrestling up and down the country. He's working for Progress nowadays. Big guys like that. He's working from for everyone who's worth knowing about. And I approached Simon, it's like, hey man, I've seen all your stuff and you know, and you know, I love you on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And hey, I'm a fan boy. Um, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I don't like that at all. I just went to talk to Simon. Totally like professional. A, like, a, like a dude, and what a nice, genuine guy he is. And I met him a couple of times in various shows over the years. And um, so I just approached him, said, hey, would you be up for coming to work for Brian? And he's like, yep. Uh, put me in the ring with the biggest, nastiest bastard you've got. Uh, hi, Shreddy. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, big, meaty boys. We've, we've, we've got to have at least one per show. Like, two big boys, one ring. I'm so excited, man. Like, kid at Christmas with this match. It is massive. I proper love Simon. He's a lovely, lovely man, and he's a bloody good wrestler. Shreddy is a massive prick. Uh, I love this Jack Stack Daddy thing he's got going on. It's class. He's a beast. He's a horrible bastard. And just, he just wants a quick the question, Nick. Uh, who's who's the daddy? Um, if Shreddy's listening, Shreddy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack Stack Daddy. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I think he might have my favorite like music at Prime at the minute. Just, just that the siren, and then who's the daddy? When he said me that, I audibly popped in my own little bedroom, just like <laughs> outstanding. It's this really cool '80s riff and a big siren, and just him, just that voice of who's the daddy? It's like, <laughs> yes, Perfect. yes, what a guy. 
Uh, and honestly, that rounds up the card. Um, I think this card has got potential to be one of the most exciting things we've ever done. And last season, the challenge was, the first show was, oh God, right, let's make this work. The second show was, okay, understand how this works a little bit. Let's let's make it work. The finale show was threw everything at the wall and it all stuck and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. This show, I really think we've got a little bit of experience behind work. We know what's going to, uh, what, what we can expect out of the card and how we how we run things. I'm so excited to see what people think of this and mm-hmm. do the show. And it's God, it's so soon. It's so it's, it's gonna. Be, like, I can't wait. It's uh, less than a oh, just over a week away now. What day is mm. it? Uh, <laughs> it's just over a week away, and it's like it's been so long since we've done a show. Like, but the fact that it's already about to happen, it's like what. I can't mm. wait, though. I can't wait. Uh, no, but man, honestly, like, thank you for 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 hosting this podcast and just being awesome and making this work. It's, I'm very excited. Man, I just wanted to make it look like I was doing more than I actually am. <laughs> Check. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, in the time, just as a reference for how crazy this is, man. Um, there is four separate people in my Facebook messages. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on WhatsApp. Um, God, Mr. Popular. And oh, nothing on Instagram yet at the minute. All to do with Prime. <laughs> Every single one of them. Not one of them is, you know, some fit young blonde in my area. It's all It's all big sweaty boys. <laughs> You might need to change the settings so you might you might get the uh, the, the other kind that you're after. Um, <laughs> don't quote me on that. I don't know. I've, I'm taken, so mm. I, I can't, I'm not an expert. But uh, dude, the fact that the, the, uh, man, hi Charlie. The only thing. <laughs> how did you know she walked in? Um, <laughs> the the only thing that that I am jealous about when it comes to Prime and all that stuff is that I'm not in the ring. Like. Mm. I, I I know you can say the same thing as well because like that that's one thing that like we I think you have said like while you're running the show that's that is your role you run the show I think on screen like on screen even though it's not out yet you've been on TV like once yeah and that was um, that wasn't planned really either except it made sense and. Yeah. You know, for, for what we're doing, it made sense. Um, I have no desires to be... I don't think you can run a show and have the show's best interest at heart if you're competing on the show. I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible. Um, and that's because I'm not capable of doing that. Not because it is impossible, but because I'm not capable of doing that. That's my reasons behind it. And I also do not believe I'm anywhere near the standard of the boys and girls that we put on on them shows. Uh, and that we put on Prime because they are exceptional. Are you saying that you're not as good as Leon's, Leon Slayer? I am categorically saying that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I do distinctly remember saying that to to, Sa, uh, to, to Davenport on commentary. Mm-hmm. I literally like turned to him and said, like, Oh yeah, like he he, uh, he trained with uh, with Lee, with Liam Slater. Like he was trained by Leon, uh, Liam Slater, and then he busts out all these moves, and he just turns to me and goes, "He taught him how to do that." <laughs> <laughs> how do people learn to do this stuff? I think it's natural. It's just it just you just 
you obviously like do a front flip out of the womb and they that dictates whether or not you can do it or not uh, whether because... gravity picks it up or not or just uh, yeah, yeah off your trot son some some people float out of the womb and that's that's <laughs> when you know like the thing this dude did a tope con hilo in his first match and let's just let, for anybody who hasn't been to a prime show yet the crowd is not that far from the ring and we don't have a guardrail and yet he managed to do a front flip over the top rope onto two other superstars. Sorry, I'll rephrase that. Onto two <laughs> other wrestlers. <laughs> onto two yeah, other man. pro wrestlers. And didn't hurt anybody in the crowd. And this kid is a kid. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. It, like, it makes me think I wasted my youth. <laughs> God. I. I. I'm then. Yes, I, I'm lost for words at some of that stuff. I really can't. But no, I mean a couple of the guys, um, Ian and James, who were two of our regulars at, at Prime, and so great for having guys like that. They were on the front row, and they were like come up to us after on the show, and they were just like, "Oh my god!" And we nearly got totally wiped out so many times. And Leon was like, "How high did he get?" And like, you know, James, young lad, and he's proper into his wrestling, and it's meant to say this, like. We get some photos of him in his in his PWE shirt, and he's done like little um, recreations of Prime ways. He's got his own wrestling ring, and he's put like me and, and Damien in the ring, and, with, and he's recreating the scenes from the show. And, the, and it's on YouTube, and it's like using like little action figures to like recreate things that he's seen in the show. And it's like that's amazing, man. That's... That might be the most adorable thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh man, I, I couldn't believe it. Like. His dad said this, and I was just like, what the hell, man? This... <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It is genuinely unbelievable. Uh, tickets for this show are available. They'll literally be available until, like, the day before um, yeah. on primewrestling.co.uk. Uh, get them while they're hot, because I can tell you they're hot. They are. Um, and, you know, at certain points, we can tell you it's a sellout uh, i'm not going to do that because we have a whole balcony upstairs we can fill we can fit hundreds of people in this venue if we need yes. to if we rearrange correctly we can fit so many people in there uh, i promise you we can definitely already say it's a sellout if we really wanted to but i'm not going to do that because there is more room if we want it and we can make it and it's safe to do so as well yeah where if the, the building can hold as many people as we want so <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't go that Even, far but all hey, i know is hey, we are well within fire restrictions right now we are well within it it's okay all i'm saying is you take away the chairs standing room only uh, <laughs> i've been to one of those i've been to one of those and it's class <laughs> yeah 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 yes man <laughs> anyway have you got anything left to say on this maiden voyage of Primed and ready, the official PWE. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you're one of my pals and you haven't been to a show, you're an absolute sucker. <laughs> I, <would agree. laughs> I would agree. No, I Charlie, uh, he's talking to you. Mm, he's talking to mm. you, Charlie. She, she did a nice post about Prime the other day, like that. I see all this. I know. You know what? She said it to me in a very in a very strange way, and I was like, mm, "What do you want?" I was just going to ask her what she wanted from you. <laughs> Um, hey, hey. No insinuations here. No insinuations. I'm sure it was innocent. She was just being a supportive friend. You, you know I, what? She I, went. No, I'm just just sharing it. I appreciate it a lot. And I'm, no, I'm, I'm genuinely trying to get her to come to the next show. 
with her grandma because her grandma gets so into everything she watches. So I'm like... She's one of them handbag grandmas, isn't she? No. She's more of a coward behind the sofa because it's thundering and lightning grandmas. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> it will be perfect if she's in that crowd because she will be who we... like. Like, she will watch Leon and go, oh my god. You know? <laughs> so... That's what we want. Yes. That's exciting. That is exciting. I like that a lot. I've said it on the podcast now. It's got to happen. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bring the nana. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, any final words? Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. I, I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all you guys and what you do to help and, 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 and create this and create this alongside where it's all awesome. And I appreciate you because without you, this show would be a massive cluster uh, ooh, Nelly swore again. Um, there would be no way it's as good as it is because I genuinely think that um, without you, this like, you are literally the captain that steers the ship, and we are the crew members who are running around saying we've ran out of peanuts. Uh, so I thought there was never any peanuts to start with. <laughs> I'm allergic. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, dude. This, uh, this is a, a journey and a half and I genuinely don't want it to end so nor do I nor do I have any plans for that to happen so let's keep it going let's get bigger and exactly. stronger and... let's yeah. get on ITV <laughs> <laughs> I want Netflix now <laughs> <laughs> hey I mean we've already got the name Amazon mm, you're out mm. there just saying mm. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Right, until next time, this has been Primed and Ready, the official PWA podcast. I will say the full name every single time. And we'll see you next time. Uh, By the way, this will release like every like so often. We can't do it every single week. But it will release every so often on every, literally every podcast uh, host that you can find. There's even one part. Of, wait for this, Nick. You're gonna. I'm gonna blow your mind. There is a podcast service where if you don't have an internet connection, you can ring a phone number and listen to the podcast on the phone. Wow! Podcasts it from is, the nineties. <laughs> right. It's called. It's called Bullhorn, and it literally. It, it's. It's like a standard podcast thing. But if you put that that phone number into the into your contacts and you don't have signal, you can listen to it over the air. You can listen to it over like phone call. That's it's exciting. crazy. It the fact that that has to exist for some places though is is mental. Do you know what we need? We need one of them spiels at the beginning where we go, oh, and you can like and subscribe and give us five stars, and we'll like. I don't know. Is that a thing we can do? Um. Yeah, I'll do that in post. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what this is right now. Your hosts for this episode were Nick Hall and me, Jake Gray. Primed and Ready is the official podcast for all things Prime Wrestling Entertainment. If you like the show and want to help us out, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts is also greatly appreciated. To get the latest news and updates from Prime Wrestling, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Prime Wrestling and on Facebook at Prime Wrestling Entertainment. Tickets for all of our shows are available at primewrestling.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you for being primed and ready.